30 years from now, whatever I'm doing, I assure you that I'll be looking back on my time at WJBF as probably some of like the best times in my life, easily. Welcome to Drop the Disc. Today we have a friend of the show, Brandon Dawson, a trailblazing reporter for WJBF. I am the first, because um, technically I'm a digital journalist, um, I am the first of my kind at WJBF. Brandon's also a proud member of Augusta's improv and comedy community. I, I am going to be honest, and I have said this time and time again, I would not be where I am today without the Noir and uh, Schrodinger's cat. Hear about how he chooses his stories and why he loves being a digital reporter. There's a lot of stuff that you don't hear about or you hear about, you know, on the side, and I feel like I'm able to give, you know, more exposure to that. And he's got a story for everything. Which one made him say this? It was the wildest thing that I've ever seen. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We really appreciate this. We know, I know this is a couple days late. So thank you so much for tuning in anyways. Uh, Brandon Dawson, fantastic member of the community. Thank him so much for always helping us with the events that we have going on, which of course, I'll take this opportunity to plug that Augusta Rocks is selling tickets right now, benefiting the Salvation Army Center for Hope for our next Augusta Rocks event at Enterprise Mill. It's going to be really, really great. Uh, the band lineup is Chris Deddy, Bodega Cat, and Pure Indigo. Fantastic local lineup. The tickets are only $20. It's going to a good cause. No-brainer. Go to AugustaRocks.com. Check that out. And this episode, like every episode, is presented by Nancy Powell. Nancy Powell is not only a real estate agent, but also the broker for her own local firm. She's a small business owner. We really love being a part of what she's doing as Augusta's favorite real estate agency two years in a row, which by the way, those were her first two years. So it's pretty incredible to see her doing all of this stuff. Nancy is also an ambassador for the Chamber of Commerce. She sits on a board for the alumni of Augusta University. If there is a way to be involved, Nancy is doing it, and that's why we love that she's our presenting sponsor. If you have any real estate questions, if you have any Augusta questions, please let us direct you to Nancy. Let her know that we sent you so that we know that she will take really, really good care of you. Give her a call. Her number is 706-717-1281. Send her an email, nancypowell1977 at gmail.com. Hey guys, I'm Chris. Hey guys, I'm David. And uh, we're Drop the Disc Podcast. Today we are here with a pretty cool guest. It's a it's a one month anniversary of his birthday today. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It is a one month anniversary. Sure. Let's play off it. Let's keep going. <laughs> yes, yes. It's me. It's Brandon Dawson from WJBF News Channel 6 here for all things Augusta, positive stories, and events in the area. So we've had uh, Brad Means on. We have you on now. Are we now sponsored by WJBF oh, News Channel had, 6? Is that had, real? We had Barkley Bishop on, And Barkley Bishop. Uh, I'm going to leave that up to our uh, legal and legal team and sales team, but uh, just know that you are loved, and that... In itself, I'll just text. I'll just text you the address that the check needs to go to. Okay, it's it's the address is going to be my house. <laughs> <laughs> it 
that's the check that they give to me. <laughs> it's nothing. Yes. All right, so <laughs> we have had him on. I mean, he not on, we haven't had him on, but he's been up here. We've before. done some things. It's, You've been here before. It's true. It's true. I, we've done several interviews between uh, between the two of us and uh, or between the three of us. The three uh, of us. Yeah, the three of us. I, I always consider you guys kind of one. I appreciate that. Unit. Yeah, Thank you. One we unit. are. Yeah, for sure. Pair of Siamese twins. You can't see it, but we actually hold hands under the table we while do. we record. It's, it's Why are you looking? <laughs> so <laughs> I needed to know if it was real. So Brandon, let's get serious. Let's yeah, jump in. Yeah. Um, we are here today with you to talk about kind of what you do, your backstory, and we like to start off with this prompt, which is, "Are you from Augusta?" The answer to that question is no. I was actually. All right, moving on. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was uh, so uh, I'm a I'm a northerner. Uh, most people uh, don't know that. I'm actually I was born in Syracuse, born and raised. Um, then we moved down here from uh, from Syracuse to Athens, Georgia, because uh, my mom, you know, she got a big fancy new job. So she, you know, picked up the whole family. You know, my dad got a job, you know, so we came down here to uh, to Athens, Georgia, where I spent a lot of my time, went to high school there, um, spent a all. Then I, you know, once I got done there, I decided to go to uh, Marietta, Georgia, Went to Marietta, Georgia, where I worked at Blockbuster for a, a absurd amount of time to give you an idea. That's one of my favorite things about you. Yeah. Oh, I have so many Blockbuster stories. Like we, <laughs> one day, in fact, one day you guys invite me back and we'll just do a literally a podcast. A on Blockbuster a block, special. Blockbuster special. What is Blockbuster? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> to give you an idea about how long I worked at Blockbuster, I was there when they transferred over from VHS to DVD. That Whoa. was my first day on the job. And they were like, we're getting rid of all of these and switching them out with these. And uh, yeah, so... Worked there, worked in Atlanta, uh, and then eventually, uh, you know, I was a big camera guy, you know, and I wanted to uh, get into, you know, uh, working and doing that kind of stuff. But, you know, I was having a lot of trouble in Atlanta, um, you know, just getting work. So, I, you know, I would talk to my mom and I was like, you know, I'm thinking about going back to college and actually getting, you know, my degree so I can have, you know, some. So originally you hadn't gotten a degree. You just you went straight to Blockbuster and waited for your film and career to, to, take, to take off. Yeah. That's yeah. not even a joke. Like, you, no, no, no. Here's the thing. You go, you go, go, go to Atlanta, go to Atlanta and see how many people are working like a retail job there and are like, man, I'm waiting for this to really just kick off for me. And I was one of those kids like I was in all of the uh, I was in all of the the, the random side movies. Uh, fun fact. Uh, I was actually a uh, creative loafing magazine in Atlanta gave me the award for best YouTuber of 2007. What? For Only Whoa. YouTuber. Yeah, yeah, for, for, yeah I, exactly. <laughs> Back when YouTube first was starting. Uh, but we did a, we had a show called uh, Duck Dollars in the 21st Century. And it was, uh, it was super silly. It was, uh, we actually tried to submit it to Cartoon Network and they, they told us, uh, they told that they didn't want it. But then it like, too silly. then like six months later, Tim and Eric came out and we were like, well, we missed out on that. Can people still find that if they wanted to go? No, 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 no. I, I made sure to uh, take it off of uh, YouTube so that way it doesn't ruin my career later. Okay, so <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna take a quick pause um, because we have Zach McCabe at All Equal Parts on Instagram right here in the studio. He just made his first drink. He brought it out. All right, Zach, tell us what we've got sitting in front of us because this is cool looking. Uh, so today I made you guys a white lady. Uh, it's a classic cocktail. Um, it's actually the a, a kind of an original take on a white lady. It kind of played around with some of the ingredients, but it's actually uh, uh, I made it as it is going to be made at the new bar at Le Chat Noir. 
So uh, I thought uh, Brandon might appreciate that. And it's a nice little pretty egg white drink. Ooh, egg white, David. How do you think about that? I'm intimidated. (laughs) What is this pattern on the top of it that I'm seeing? It looks like flowers. Uh, Those are hearts. Bro. Oh, I appreciate that. (laughs) It's beautiful. It's cocktail art. It is cocktail art. Bitter's art. I love that. (laughs) Bitter's art. And uh, if you guys want to see more of what Zach does, uh, one, you'll hear from him later this episode, but also check him out at All Equal Parts. Do you have any events coming up? Uh, Yeah, so I have one... Uh, two days ago, <laughs> on uh, at Le Chat Noir at uh, on Friday night we Sounds did the, the the bourbon and barbecue event. I got another one coming up here at with Noble Jones at the end of October. It's going to be a Sunday brunch cocktail class. Ooh. It's going to be a lot of fun. Some brunching and the people some... spoke and you listened. Yeah, oh yeah, people people love brunch and they love getting drunk on Sunday afternoon. So I'm just here to accommodate. Uh, I got a couple other events coming down the down the pipe. Uh, nothing I can talk about yet, but uh, okay. follow me on Facebook and Instagram, and uh, I'll let you know. Very cool. We'll hear from you again. Thank you, Zach. Thank you. This is delicious, by the way. All why, right. Why the confusion about egg whites? Uh, uh, I'm not a big fan of raw eggs in my body, but we're here for it. It's fine. Guess what? Protein. Guess what, guess what friend? We are on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, and on that note, not bad. I haven't tried it yet. I'm terrified. I think you should. So, Brandon, (laughs) you were just talking to us about your YouTube show. Mm -hmm. Um, We kind of had this alcohol-based caveat. So take us back and and keep going. Okay, so, uh, you know, yeah, we had a YouTube show. It was very silly. It was just a bunch of guys trying to learn how to do green screen and, like, film. I I was very self-taught with a lot of the stuff that – the film stuff that we learned how to do. And it was just – the show itself was just a couple of guys just messing around. It was very sci-fi, very low quality. Uh, but you know, it was just—it was. Give us an example of like a plot. Uh, uh, well, it, the show was called Doug Dolls. One episode was called uh, Jurassic Park. D. Jurassic. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. Was uh, it dinosaurs and do rags? Uh, no, 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 no. It was literally Jurassic. It, it, <laughs> no, it was just that, like no, we would just it, you know we would just take the duck part and put it in front of stuff except the du. Uh, it, that's how we did like most episodes. It was pretty terrible. But uh, as silly as it was, as silly as it was, um, it helped me when I got to, to school at AU here in Augusta, Georgia. And it, okay. it a lot of, because, you know, I was that kid, you know, when I first got here, you know, pe- teacher would be like, oh, do you know how to do this? And, you know, they're like, do you know how green screen works? And I'd be like, yeah, I know how green screen yeah, works. Yeah, check out my YouTube channel. Oh, no, 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 no. We had to, we had to, we loved it, but we had to, we, we had to tighten that down. But fun times, though, yeah. um, you know, for for what it was. So you say you went to AU. Did you go to Augusta University or when when did you go to the I, school? I liter- That'll answer I, this question. I literally went to all three. And when, nice. I, graduated, when I graduated, I had uh, two diplomas and I put them both up so that way people would think <laughs> I was super smart. Chris is... <laughs> Raging with jealousy right now. Uh, yeah, I got, so I got, I got the GRU. I got the. I'm pretty sure that they wanted to give because I was there and it was Augusta State University. I would love an Augusta State University I have the one. Sh- I have the shorts still. I have, cool. I have the, the small shorts, one. The I do have the small, the small one. one. Yeah, yeah. And it was GRU. And then as I was graduating, they were like, "Now nah, we're switching the whole thing up." To so you graduated in what 2012, 2013? Oh man, um, man. No, I think it, it probably it would have had to have been 2014 or 15 okay. because I went on. Um, my last thing that I did there was going on a study abroad trip to Japan, and that was definitely in oh, very 2015. Cool. Oh, it was amazing. So, so what did you uh, get your degree in? Uh, uh, communications, uh, TVC, like I was like communications, television, and cinema. Okay. Um, so, 
Yeah, and actually from there, I, you know, platformed off of there. Uh, while I was there, uh, you know, my current job was looking for people to do stuff in uh, for filming football games. So right. I, you know, went in to do that just on a whim, just because, you, know, you know, I was freelancing for a while, and I had gotten very tired of, like, you know, you know, freelancing's fun at all, but you know, you kind of want a consistency of of, of a paycheck coming in. What right. were you doing freelance? Oh, I was doing weddings. I was like uh, like filming video. Yeah, any 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 and everything. If you needed it filmed, like I, I was also a big MC around town. That was another thing oh. that I did. I hosted a bunch of award shows. You know, I basically if you wanted me to show up dressed up as you know Super Mario for your Halloween fundraiser, it was happening, and I was gonna do a whole bit and everything, but. Uh, yeah, we, we, we did that. And then, yeah, I, I went, I started working at a guest at, uh, sorry, at WJBF, you know, shooting football and I was bugging them. You know, I got really into like the whole production side of it. And I was like, you guys got to bring me on. Now I know time. that you probably didn't want to mention it, but I actually met you while you're in this troop called, uh, Schrodinger's cats. <laughs> Can we just talk about that a little bit? That had to help with that with that WJBF job I, and with the MCing and right. Wario's I, outfit. I am going to be honest, and I am going to. I, I have I have said this time and time again. I would not be where I am today without Le Chat Noir and uh, Schrodinger's cat. Actually, a fun story is that you know when I was starting to get the idea of becoming a reporter, you know. Uh, a couple of the bosses there, you know, they knew that I was like a silly guy at work, but you know, like they didn't really know, like you know, like what I could do. So I invited a couple of them to come to one of our shows, and you know, there had been like talks about like you know, like oh, I think Brandon wants to you know become like you know a reporter here, and one of my bosses, she came to the show, she you know watched the show, you know, laughed, did all this stuff, and then she she came down, like I got done with the show, and I came, came down, and she looked at me, and she just went, I get it. <laughs> she, you know, she was like, I didn't know what everybody was talking about now, but I get it. So we, it, it was, it was a whirlwind of me getting the reporter position. You know, it was all on happenstance. Like, you know, I went out to film something at Six Flags and somebody couldn't make it. And I stepped in and did a great job. And then they were like, well, how about you just do that, you know, full time? And I said, yeah. So uh, you know, I, I just always try to bring, you know, my personality to everything. And I, you know, my main thing is like trying to, you know, tell, you know, stuff locally and things that, you know, not, I would say positive, but some things, you know, it's just, you know, things that are happening in the area, right. you know, whether it be positive or whether, like awareness. Oh, yes. Like, you know, sometimes it's just, you know, whether it's, you know, it's a new business opening up or an event, you know, I just did something on, um, you know, the special Olympics had a, at a charity event over at SRP Park in North Augusta, which, you know, I you know, they told me about it, and I was like, oh, I'll do whatever I can to, you know, bring this event up. And I, I just love doing that kind of stuff. I mean, you have to switch gears, obviously, every now and then, you know, if something comes up and they need you to step up and do, you know, more hard-hitting news. But for me, uh, anything that I can do to help out, like, the community, I'm – that's so, like my bread and butter. So when you when you got this position, did you step into someone else's shoes? When we had Brad Means on, he talked about when he had gotten the job, he filled in the report to become Means Report. What you're doing now, is this something you started or is it something that you're filling shoes for? I am the first, because um, technically I'm a digital journalist. Um, I am the first of my kind at WJBF. We have a couple of them now, but I was the first one to have that role and I you know I I told them what I wanted to do from the beginning like I you know I obviously I have a certain type of personality about me and I said you know if you want to get the best out of me you know 
let me do my thing. You know, let me talk about the events. Let me talk about the things that are coming up. You know, let me go see the the, the little girl who's giving out uh, free lemonade to people during the pandemic just because sure. she wants to. It's a true story. And I, you know, which, you know, sometimes, you know, people might gloss over that kind of thing. But me, you know, I was able to this this girl, you know, not only did she have, you know, tons of people come and, you know, get her lemonade that she was just doing, you know, pandemic started and she just wanted to help people out because they were hot. She, you know, was able to do that. And then, of course, you know, the grandma called me later and she was like, you know, we ran out of ran out of uh, lemons. Yeah, I was like, great. And then, of course, people were donating to her. And yeah. she that girl, she calls me once every Christmas now. Um, her grandma calls me up and she's always like, just wants to chat with me real quick, which I think is super sweet. That is cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a fun ride. I just, it's, it's a nice thing to give back to the community and, and do that. But it's, it's something that I've, I've always been about. Augusta gave everything to me when I needed it the most. I was, uh, again, just lost in Atlanta. And when I came here, everything just kind of fell into place, you know, with school, you know, I met my wife at school. How did you decide to come here for a school from Atlanta? You would think that you would go to a, an Atlanta school to learn film. Atlanta for me, for me personally, was, uh, it just wasn't really my vibe. It was very overwhelming. I'm a very, uh, if I get too social, it like, it, the thing about Augusta, Augusta is like, you know, it's, it's a big city, but it's still got that small town feel, if you, if you know what I mean. And it was easier for me to come here and be able to do my thing. Like, you know, I was really focused on school. You know, yeah, I was at Le Chat Noir doing improv, but, you know, that was like the extent of like my going out. So I was able to do that and not really get like, you know, bothered as much. Like when I was in Atlanta, you know, like I was like, oh, what's the, what's happening at, you know, the big club tonight or blah, 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 which I didn't really like. Oh. Yeah. I, you know, and uh, that, that was a part of myself, you know, that I didn't really want to like to do anymore, at least not as much. So, you know, being able to come here to Augusta and kind of just, you know, let it be quiet for a little bit, you know, and Augusta has a really good, um, a really good, uh, like television and cinema program. Like I, you know, I went there, at first, and you know, it was my mom who actually told me to go out there. She was looking for schools, and she knew I didn't need to be in Atlanta. I would have, <laughs> it would have, it would have not have went well. I actually think it did try to go to like a technical school in uh, Marietta, but it did not work out for me as well. So coming here, it was the uh, best decision I ever made. Was able to really focus and get down on the books, and then I, yeah, I just fell in love with the city. I've talked to several people who. You know, uh, I think you guys got people that you guys have interviewed recently who have been like, you know, I came here, you know, from whatever area, you know, mm -hmm. Canada, whatever. And they're, yeah. like, they're like, oh, man, I just fell in love with this place and decided to stay. And that was a uh, that was me. If I'll be here forever. Don't know. But uh, my time here uh, yeah. has slowly become like, you know, probably some of the best times in my life. I made some of the best decisions that I've ever made here in Augusta. So. We'll be right back with more of Brandon Dawson after this quick message from our friends at Savannah River Brewing Company. Fall is almost here. At least summer's over. And fall weather is around the corner, but we all know in Augusta that it takes a little bit longer. But one of the things that I love about fall or this time of the year is the Savannah River Brewery Company Oktoberfest. It is this Saturday, September 25th all day you got to check it out there's going to be steinhold events beer pong going on music food you've got it all and you got to try and drink the oktoberfest beer that they make it is incredible it is a full flavor full body 
all around, not too hoppy drink for everybody. Check them out, Savannah River Brewing Company. If you want to learn more about Savannah River Brewing Company, you can go find them on Facebook at Savannah River Brewing Company. They post all their new updates, all their new drinks that they have coming out, new craft beer coming out, all their events, music, food. Check them out on their Facebook. That is my recommendation to be in the know about the brewery. Savannah River Brewery. So you, taking us back to where we were in the timeline prior to that, you were just talking about graduating and kind of your process where you started going into the news. Was that what you had intended on doing? No, um, I I did not, no, I did not plan. One, I, I'll tell you, anything that I've fallen into news, I did not plan on doing like at all. When I first got into news, again, um, uh, honestly, I was just trying to get a nice flowing paycheck. Now, do we cut this part or what? <laughs> no, 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 I'm just kidding. it's fine. No, they know. Um, <laughs> like, no, I, yeah, I hadn't planned on getting into news at first. And so at first, you know, I was just, you know, a production kid, you know, I was happy mm. to learn all this stuff. Um, but you know, in my head, I was always, I was a big movie kid and I had always thought that like, I'm going to do this stuff here in college and where I'm at now. And then I'm moving back to Atlanta to, to, to do movies, you know, to be working on the set of Spider-Man, whatever. But, you know, being there, you know, again, like, you know, I have, we have a really good team at WJBF. We have, uh, they, again, they've, they've supported me with everything that I do. I mean, anything that, you know, when I wanted to become, you know, as a director at first, uh, you know, just, you know, pushing the buttons behind scenes when they wanted to have me become, uh, when I had the chance to become a, a a photog, a photographer, a photog. Yeah. Uh, you know, technical terms. Uh, yeah. When I, when I, when I was going to go do that, you know, they supported me do, to do that. You know, I, you know, applied, got the position, um, and learned and started doing that. And I got, just really got into news. Like it's like a sport to me now at this point. Um, and again, I love where I work I, you know, the company that I work for, you know, they have, uh, done more than enough for me. They have, you know, helped me uh, every step of the way, anything that I'm trying to do, you know, when I, was going to go into when I was starting to become to be a reporter they you know there were several people there who were like oh he can do it uh you know if you need any help you know talk to us about this um you know Brad Meads you mentioned one of them I, yeah. I can vividly remember sitting down with Brad Meads and just asking him like you know how do I talk when I'm recording stuff because it just I it was confusing to me I didn't you know at first I was you know I was just talking like myself and yeah. but there was a certain flow to it and he sat back there with me and just laid it all out and you know you don't get that from a lot of places some places you know it's like ah oh, you know figure it out and you know whatever but you know that place they it's like a family for me over there it's They've, like good mentorship it's it's the best i can't i will be you know 30 years from now whatever i'm doing i assure you that i'll be looking back on my time at wjbf is probably some of like the best times of my life easily now there, there is, I feel like, so we've gotten to know you personally. Yeah. For anybody that hasn't yeah. picked this up, we actually like Brandon we and, have a, and hang out with him and we stuff. have a really strong relationship with him and it has a lot to do with, he does a lot of stories for us and it's really cool. Um, but you have mentioned in the past that you also work behind the scenes with Beasley. Is that something you want to talk about? Uh, I worked, uh, what, when I worked at Beasley broadcast, that was a, that was an, all right. So. I don't mind talking about that. I was a, I was a promotions guy. I I drove the van and set stuff up. Uh, again, 
any place that helped me out when I was, uh, you know, because, you know, being a college kid, again, I was a non-traditional student. You know, I, you know, I wasn't able to come in and get like, you know, a bunch of scholarships and stuff. You know, when I went to college, I was, you know, 27, 26 years old. So me at first, you know, everything that I was doing, you know, I had a, you know, Blockbuster just closed down, which I assure you I was working. You had a career that, that it, just it got just, killed it, right it there. It was gone. And so I, it, <laughs> I was doing part-time at the news station and part-time at Beasley. And, uh, you know, Beasley at first I was, um, I was doing everything over there. I was, you know, uh, punching up the, you know, I was uh, directing the morning shows, you know, I was punching up the buttons and, you know, setting the commercials and all that. And then mm -hmm. also I was the guy, you know, when you see their, the van there and they're playing the music and, you know, they're giving out the, the swag. Yeah. That was me. Like, you know, and it was, you know, they were real sweet. You know, uh, they worked with me a lot because, you know, they knew that I was trying to do primarily stuff at the news station. So they were really cool about, you right. know, when I can work, like there came a point where I couldn't direct anymore in the mornings. And I was like, well, I still want to do, you know, the promotions work, you know, giving out the t-shirts, you know, cause I still needed the extra money. They worked that out for me too. So yeah, it was a, it was a fun time working over there, um, and I, you know, I will say to any of those people, you know, just, you know, thanks for having me, and, you know, just, just you know, being able to work with me. You know, so again, some places, you know, they won't, you know, if you're like, oh, man, you got a demanding schedule, you know, I was a student with two jobs. So right. yeah. the fact that they were able to work with me on that, I mean, because not only was I telling them, oh, I can't do this because of this, this, and this, you know, also I have a class here, I have a class there, so, you know. It, they, they would work with me a lot, and I, I appreciated that. You know, I would have been struggling, you know, without that because, again, I was paying all the bills at the time. So so you you kind of brought this up a little bit earlier. You, you've hinted at what happened, but I, I want to hear more of the story because I know it's a good story. Um, you talk about your position and how you were the first one to be this digital, digital reporter. Is that what you— Correct. The yes. digital reporter. So, one, what is that? And then two, how did that happen? How did you become their first digital reporter? So a digital reporter is a little bit different than your standard broadcast reporter. Um, I'll, you know, as you guys see, like all my stuff ends up on TV for the most part. Um, you know, it, but where I focus on is whereas most people, you know, their day is focusing on, you know, getting stuff on TV, which is almost like its own different vibe in myself. I am primarily focused on things that will do good on the internet, which is, and, and my stories look differently than a broadcast reporter. Like if a broadcast reporter, when they get done with their story, you know, they might type it up, put the headline on and do it. My story. More like a newspaper yeah, kind my, of a report. If you've looked at any of my articles, I got pictures in there, sometimes yeah. bonus content, uh, you know, the full story. Um, and most of my stuff is stuff that I think that people are going to be interested in, not only in our area, but are, are around the way. You know, some of that stuff gets glossed over sometimes. You know, there was a story that I did recently about a kid who he was a part of this challenge and he wanted to do uh, he was going to mow 50 lawns. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. 50 lawns in, you know, however amount of time. And he, his name was Julian. Yes. Wow, look so look at look at you guys keeping up keeping up with the time. Shout out Julian. Yeah, he's, like, hey, he's a great kid. And so we uh, we sat there and we we did our thing with him. Um, but that's the kind of story. Like you know, I think somebody else covered it too. But that's the kind of thing where not everybody's always going to be on top of that. Whereas I'm able to kind of drift into that or do things like uh, nowadays. You know, most most places look at you know digital 
like, you know, that's like an up and coming thing. So, you mm-hmm. know, like I, you know, I did a story on somebody, you know, who did something on, on Instagram. You guys know this, like, you right. know, something, yeah. something happens on Instagram. I'm able to go up to them and be like, this post is blowing up on Instagram. I so you're kind of like the internet Brad means. Hashtag hockey, hockey talk. You don't have to say yes. Number, number one, there's only one Brad Means. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not focused on being the next Brad but, Means. But I'm you, focused on being the first Brandon That's Dawson. right. Okay, so you're the internet Brandon Dawson, but you report on things that you find, if, if I'm correct. You find the stories. A lot you of, create the report. A lot of my stuff that I find, um, even though like a lot of stuff, you know, I'll just find around the area, but I find a lot of stuff on the, on the web. Like I bet. You, you go onto Facebook and you see, uh, you know, I did a story recently on, um, a church group that was doing, um, they were doing like, a a thing to bring people back into church by, you know, they were going to be performing like, you know, these like dances, uh, you know, to get people, you know, like pumped up and, and it is, look, I went there. I did the whole thing with them. I did the dance. Um, and it was just really interesting. They appreciated it because, you know, one, it got, you know, it got their event out there. And, you know, for a lot of people, you know, a lot of people were just looking, you know, just to get kind of uplifted, which is what they yeah. were trying to do. And, yeah, they got to go out there and do that. But, yeah, it's I get to do things, again, that, like, you know, may not be per the standard. You know, sometimes, you know, and I've worked the, you know, I was a photographer for five years, so, you know. I've worked that beat before where, you know, you come in, it's like, oh, what are we doing today? Obviously right now, you know, hot thing is the pandemic. So, you know, you're focusing on that. Whereas me, I can come into work and be like, oh, you know, I saw on uh, Facebook that, you know, there's a brand new uh, play coming out and it's, you know, the all the proceeds are, you know, going to be, a, you know, given to a charity or whatever. Which, you know, you may not hear about. There's a lot of stuff that you don't right. hear about. You hear about, you know, on the side. And I feel like I'm able to give, you know, more exposure to that than some other people are. So, I mean, again, like you guys, everybody obviously knows, you know, we all know each other here. Yeah. I thought that you guys were doing, you know, amazing stuff. And I thought that it was really cool. And so I, you know, I was like, well, I, someone has to talk about it. And it was me. So, <laughs> you know, it's 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 very nice. I, I enjoy doing it. I enjoy doing it. Stick around, we'll be right back with Brandon Dawson and another drink from Zach McCabe at All Equal Parts. But first, uh, let's talk about our friends at the Clubhouse. The Clubhouse uh, at theclubhouse.se online or at Innovate Augusta on social media. They are trying to do just that. And we love to talk about what they do with building this culture in the community. But they also serve a very real purpose for businesses that need space. If you're a small business, if you're a startup, and if you need somewhere to start off, there is really no better way to do it than going to the clubhouse, renting some space from them. You get a riverfront view, and you get access to tons of resources. They have a full kitchen. They do snacks and drinks for their members. They have events go on all the time. And you have a riverfront view, which is not to be underrated in my personal opinion we're members of the clubhouse and we have been for two years we highly recommend anybody else that's curious uh, even if you just need some event space check them out Uh, you can contact them on their website at theclubhouse.se i want to talk about how you kind of created this position Mm -hmm. but first we just got a new cocktail sat in front of us so uh, tradition dictates Zach McCabe must talk about it. And go ahead. 
Was I not supposed to? No, 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 go. I want you to. I asked you to make the second. We drink. have a mic for you. I'm pretty okay, happy about it. Okay, that's what I thought. It. I just got the got the uh, the side eye from Bash there. I was just 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 confirming. You okay. swinked at me for all you listeners out there. Okay, so the second drink here is uh, it's called an improved whiskey cocktail, which is very similar to an old fashioned. It's just uh, gonna have some a couple of minor tweaks. Uh, but again, uh, this is uh, similar to the White Lady in that it's a, it's a classic cocktail that we kind of made our own, and it's on the new cocktail menu at Le Chat Noir on uh, the corner of 8th and Ellis. Um, so it's going to be some delicious bourbon and some couple of bitters, a little bit of liqueur, some syrup, and uh, some absinthe, actually. But just a touch Whoa. of all those things, just a little bit. Did you put <clears throat> absinthe in our studio? Is that is that a was thing it, now? Was it a spritz? No, no, it's oh. it's a dash actually. It's a, a dash. two I'm, dashes. I'm gonna, can I be a nerd real quick? Yeah, I, yeah. Like, isn't absinthe? Uh, I it was in that movie, wasn't it? Uh, it's what movie? Oh, it's in yeah. many movies, no, like no, no, Moulin Rouge. No, 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 not Moulin Rouge. Let's not. <laughs> you talking about Euro Trip? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. How yes. did I know that you were talking about? Yeah, I, I've seen the movie a couple times when I was a kid. Yes, it is in there, um, and none of that is true. Oh wow! Well, that's what I was gonna get to, and I was just curious. I was like. I like, uh, Brandon's like, I gotta go home after this. <laughs> <laughs> also, there's just like, what are you just a couple us? of dashes in there, so you, you guys, I, you guys I can taste be fine. it. It's good. So, a little bit of that licorice flavor. Yeah. You pr- you plugged your events while you're here. Give us a little plug on what's going on at Le Chat with this new menu you keep referencing. Oh, so they did some renovations this past summer, uh, at the end of the summer, and basically we redid the whole bar. Um, there's a couple other, like, some really cool renovations happening, like with the uh, archway going into the theater, and then the, uh, you know, we repainted and did a couple of different things, did some stuff out, out back. Uh, really, it's just uh, some TLC that the, the, the place needed, and uh, we're starting, they're starting to, like, open back up again and do more events frequently. They just had the Schrodinger's Cats back on right. for the first time in the beginning of this month. We got a, uh, we had our event past tense. Two days uh, ago. Two days ago, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's it, catching on. Slowly things are, are, are happening there, and I'm, I'm excited to, for them to start show, show, doing shows and stuff again, too. Thank you, Zach. <laughs> and if you guys want to see more of Zach... Yeah, at All Eagle Parts on Facebook and uh, uh, Instagram. So, all right, Zach just previewed the drinks, and and, uh, now we're back to the question that I asked you, Mm. which is talk about how you got to be the first digital – because you've talked about the job. Mm -hmm. We can ask you for stories later. Tell us stories later. But right now, tell us how this position happened. So so the position happened – this was something that had been talked about for a while, um, that, you know – it. You know, my boss, uh, he's the web guy there. He, you know, that's all yeah. he does is web stuff. And, you know, for a while, you know, he, they'd been talking about like, oh, you know, we need a digital reporter. We need a person who is going to, you know, primarily focus on doing things for the web. And, yeah. yeah, so they had talked about it for a little bit. And I had just got it into my head that I was like, you know what, that that can be me. Um, I'm already really good about, you know, social media Um even though I have my, you know, my my particular feelings about social media. I well, love, and again, the YouTube show comes it, right back it's up. A love, it's a love. Hate, oh, see, nobody, no one talks about that. Uh, <laughs> it's, a lo- it's, a, it's a love. It's a love and hate thing with me and social media. But I, I'm very good at social media. Uh, anybody, you know, if you follow me on Twitter or on Facebook, you know that I'm very good at interacting with people and 
and just just finding things in general. You know, my wife always teases me, you know, when we're sitting at home, like, I'll find out about an event, you know, immediately because she's like, she's like, hey, you're just on Facebook looking at stuff. And I'm like, I can't help it. I'm going to uh, start well, texting you when I'm trying to figure out what to do. Yeah, exactly. Just text me. I, I assure you, I have a I have a beat on what's going down. Like, I think well, when Ed, Edgar's Above Broad was coming up there, yeah. I was like one of the first people who even knew about that, like, and ended up doing a whole interview section with them up there on it. So, but, um. I, I sat there and, you know, I got the idea that I wanted to do it. And so, you know, I started, you know, doing stories on the side. You know, if ever something, you know, would come up, I would be like, oh, let me run out there and do it. Um, you know, just to kind of get my feet wet because you know, I'd been photogging forever, but I hadn't, you know, been in front of the camera. And, you know, the way that it happened is that, you know, I one day, you know, my boss brought me in. I had done um, I had. Uh, so we went to Six Flags. And uh, it was me and two other, it was supposed to be me and two other guys. And one of the guys, you know, he wasn't feeling well, so he couldn't make it. So we got there and, you know, it's supposed to be me and this other kid going, uh, uh, supposed to be this kid by himself going live for this big Six Flags, like, you know, ride premiere. And, you know, we get there and I'm supposed to be filming it. We get there and it's completely like, you know, they got it set up. They got GoPros on the ride. They got guys on the outside. They got a drone. I was like, I don't have to do anything right now. I can just sit back and they'll send me the footage later. They're like, oh, well, why don't you get on? You know, there's, it looks weird if it's just one person there. So I say, okay. So I get on the ride and me and this kid, you know, we have this nice little back and forth with each other about this ride. I remember everything that Six Legs has told me to do. We're live. Uh, so people back from our station is seeing it. Uh, you know, people had bets on whether or not, you know, if I was going to, you know, like scream too much because I hate pendulum rides. I can tell you that right now. If I was going to scream too much, do whatever. But then I got. <laughs> I would have yeah, screamed. I got back. Well, I got back that day. And I think by that point, my boss had heard that I was, you know, wanting the position. And I got back and, you know, he had seen me uh, go live with uh, with the other kid. And he was like, look, well, how would you feel about doing this, um, doing this full time? And I was like, of course, yes. I was like, I got to jump at the opportunity. Um, and, you know, I would say that becoming the position, like, at first, like, I was, you know, I was, I would say that I was, you know, a little timid. You know, I would, you know, find, you know, stories that I'd find on the Internet. Uh, and, you know, I would do them and I'd, you know, keep them primarily to the web. But then I kind of just started, you know, just doing these stories that, like, it's like, okay, this is, this is going on TV, too. Like, you know, it's, you know, you do, I would do, uh, I did the one story, you know, with the, the school that, you know, changed the entire thing into Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, you know, just <laughs> stuff, again, stuff that you, that nobody else in the, in the area did, that I did just, and this, just from seeing it on the internet, just from some lady posting up, you know, you just go to different groups and someone's like, oh, look at this cool thing that our teachers did. And you give it exposure. That story ended up all over the Southeast. Um, and so, yeah, I got that, when I got that job, yeah, it was just for my boss mentioning it to me, but, like, I really told him that, like, and he agreed with me that, you know, I was like, what I want to be doing is, is, is I wanted to match my personality, which, right. again, and again, I'll say this, you know, I'm not trying to be like, oh, Brandon only does, you know, fun, happy stuff, da-da-da-da-da. You know, there's plenty of times, you know, you'll look on there and you'll see me doing the, you know, oh, there's something that happened here because of the weather or it's a serious accident. I've done that kind of stuff before. But my my primary stuff, and that's because I see that it that it does so well, um, and it's not just because it does well on the web. It's because my I generally like to tell people stories. And so, again, when I see stuff on the Internet, like, oh, again, I'll go back to this girl because it was like peak finding something random just from 
scrolling through Facebook of just, hey, there's this girl in my neighborhood who's giving out lemonade to people right. for free. Uh, when you see that kind of stuff, you know, some people might gloss over it. And, you know, is that does that change your everyday life, uh, you know, for for news wise? No. But for me, it was like I had so many people message me about it and be like, you know, that story really made my day. So know? so elaborate on that. Tell why do you like you probably hear a lot of feedback from the stories you mm-hmm. do. What attracts people to the positive, special interest, local kind of stuff? I feel like lately, um, you know, a lot of times, you know, it, people want that kind of stuff. You know, they, we have, there's plenty of, uh, you know, bad news in the world. You know, we all know that, you know, it's especially, you know, with the pandemic going on, there's plenty of that kind of stuff. People like to hear about the, you know, the, 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 f- the cool local things that are happening in their area. You know, you want to hear about, you know, like the, oh, man, this the group of people came together to give these group of kids a bunch of lawn equipment so they could start their own business. Um, it's, you know, it not only it not only accentuates, you know, what's going on, you know, with the kid you know, like these kids, but it's also, you know, the places around them that helped them out too, you know, which a lot of these places aren't even, when I come to them, they weren't even looking for any kind of airtime at right. all whatsoever. These were just people doing things just to be good. And I, in my mind right now, you know, with everything that's going on, there's no better thing to like to shine a light on than that kind of stuff. And, you know, yeah, you know, events, you know, we got, you know, events coming up here soon. Um, you know, a lot of people, they don't know, you know, like it's like, right. is this event still happening? Is it not? And I try to be, I try to be that person who, you know, shines a light on, you know, a positive story or, you know, a positive event or, and it doesn't even have to be, you know, positive, you know, there, it, it can just be a, a story that, yeah. hit, that hits you. You know how, what I mean? How many stories do you do on like a, in like an average week? Uh, at least five. <clears throat> okay. At least one a day. Um, at least one a day. Sometimes I can do more. It just depends. Um, and I like to spend time on my stories too. And then I also have my hand in, you know, a couple of the other, uh, digital projects, you know, that we do, you know, there'll be times, you know, where if someone is doing uh, a kind of story or like a series, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, a camera guy at heart. So, you know, I'll always go in there and, you know, be able to help someone out and put that together. Right. So yeah, if I'm not doing a story. And, and you do your own camera shooting. I am a one man band. I do it all. I carry the camera. I shoot, I edit. Um, you ask I, the questions. Uh, I ask the questions. Yeah. I have had a, I've had a, photo- a photographer, I think I can count it on one hand how many times I've had someone else there with me. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back to finish this conversation with Brandon Dawson at Augusta Podcast Studio. Don't forget about Augusta Rocks, which is coming up in just a few weeks. Mark your calendars for October 8th and buy your tickets now at AugustaRocks.com. It's a concert series that we've been doing now. Uh, this will be the third one of the series. We've been raising money for the Salvation Army Center for Hope, and we've already been able to donate over $5,000 to the Center for Hope this year. We really want to see how high we can take that number. So check it out. Buy tickets. They're not expensive. Regular tickets start at $20. VIP start at $50. And uh, corporate sponsorships help out a lot as well. And before we let you go, here is another message about another concert happening this week from one of our good friends, George Clausen. Hey guys, it's George Clausen with Friends of Benefits. I want to tell you about an awesome show that we have coming up September 23rd at the Sharon Jones Amphitheater with Moon Taxi, one of Augusta's favorite bands. The last time they were in town, they absolutely killed it at the Miller. It's September 23rd, 
at the Sharon Jones Amphitheater, and you can get tickets at fwbpro.com. So I'm curious, uh, you are the first WJBF digital reporter. Yes. I'm guessing you did not create that title. Oh, no, that title, no, no, no. That title, I did not create it. it. Is it prevalent in most industries for the news? I I think that it's starting to be. Oh. Um, I think that, and this is, this is just my personal thing. I, again, with the way things are now, and, and, you know, you talk to, you guys could talk to, you know, like most younger people, you know, it's like, oh, well, where do you get your news? Do you know, do you, do you get it on TV? Do you get it on Twitter? Memes. Wow. Memes. Either way, (laughs) either way, either way, it's the web. So, you know, I I think more places are starting to be like, you know, again, you know, broadcast is always going to be there and broadcast is always, you know, going to be doing its thing. But, you know, it it was just, it was, it was only a matter of time. It's like building on the concept. It was only a matter of time. You know, people at first, you know, when the internet first started, you know, it was kind of like just this thing to where it's like, oh, you know oh, man, people got this going on here, and, you know, we'll just look at it, whatever. But now it's like it's like its whole other world right. to get info. So, like, you have to be looking on there. Like, yeah, you can talk about what's going on, but how often do you see, like, a story like, oh, uh, these two celebrities said something right. on Twitter between each other, and that's a story now. Like, you know, like, that that's literally happening today. Right. I, I, I saw something today about, like, a couple people, and I was like, it's, this is all happening on the web but people are talking about right. it. And now it's not only is it on, people are talking about it, you know, in stories on yeah. the web, but they're also talking about it in stories, you know, on broadcast. And that's, it's a marriage now right. in my mind. Like you're going to see more play, it, it, the internet's just going to keep growing and people are just going to keep finding new ways to use it and to get stories out there. So you're going to see more people focusing on that, you know, in my mind. I mean, e- either way, even if you're just like doing broadcast at a place, you know, you want your your people's stories to end up on the web. That's why they have people right. are more focused on websites and stuff now. So, you want those stories that you know grab people. That like you know when you look at it, you're like, oh, I want to read this, and you know you really want them to stay in there and look at all this stuff yeah. in there. So, yeah, you're a digital reporter. There's you know I I follow a lot of people who on Twitter you know who that's you know that's what they do you know and it's that's just how it is now right. you know and it's like it you. It was weird because I feel like there was a time where people would hear that and people would be like, oh, well, you know, you're trying to get to broadcast, right? And I'm like, I'm fine. I would like to live on the internet. I, I'm, just, I'm just, it's just, it's just, it's just my bread and it's butter. It's a different thing. It's a different thing. Right. And it's like, I don't, I don't think that any, any one is better than the next. Like, it's just what it is. Like, it's not something that's going away. It's not a fad. Right. It's just what it is. It's that right now, you know, with everything that happens on the web and everything just going more towards digital, like you have to have people that cover that kind yeah. of stuff. So, so I have two more questions and then I'm done. Um, they they will probably lead to each other. So number one, how does it work? Like, do you have like a web page that people go to? Can they search through stories? That kind of stuff. Part two, if people are to do that. Um, do you have like a favorite story or two that you would recommend, even though it's not current anymore, you know, go back and check it out? Yeah. Um, so for me, um, yes, you can find any story that I have ever done. You can find on our website. Uh, you'll find it under the digital exclusives tab. Uh, and my stories are generally, um, very big and very elaborate. So, and 
where the marriage comes in with broadcast is that, you know, people are able to, you know, not only is my stuff going on the web, but more than likely during that day, one, they'll air my story on, on air, or they will have a, uh, a story, you know, them being like, Hey, this happened today, go to the website and see, uh, you know, an extended look at it from Brandon Dawson. We right. do, we do that all, all the time. And what was part two of the question? What's some highlights? Give oh, us a couple so, highlights. Yeah, so I would say if anybody's going to go check out some stories of mine, one, obviously. Hey, can if, they search them? Yeah, you can, okay. uh, you can You can. go, again, you can go to the WJBF. What, you can either, A, search WJBF Brandon Dawson. Um, my stuff will come down. Go down. straight there. It'll go, yeah, in treasure troves. <laughs> you'll be able to see it all. But if you're just like, if you're just on our website and you're just looking at stuff, you can right. go to, you know, the digital exclusives tab, right. which is literally like, it's like any of our stories that were like, you know, like exclusive for the web. They may have been like a little bit on TV, but it's like it was made right. for this. And for me, um, a couple of ones you can even one you could look at uh, everybody. I get recognized in town uh, for this segment all the time. It's the uh, the Wild Encounter segment, which is where I go to uh, Riverbank <laughs> Zoo yeah. and, I, you know, I talk about animals. That's like the big thing. Like, you know, I, it, kids. Well, I'm like their favorite thing. They're like, oh, we saw you talk to that rhino. <laughs> so if you, you know, if you want to look at that and you want to have uh, your, your, you know, kids, you know, learn some stuff about the zoo, I try to do that. You know, that's once a week. But then also uh, just two stories that I'm particularly proud of. Uh, one is one recently that I did, which was um, you can search WJBF Veterans for Clean Water. I went to uh, the uh, Savannah River uh, post and they have a group called Veterans for Clean Water that it's these guys, they go and they get in kayaks and they go and they test the water. And so I did a whole thing with them. Like I went there, I found out what they do, why they do it. I kayaked with them the whole way uh, up the whole river. I saw that. Yeah, I it was did. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And as a thing, some people are like, oh, you, I'm sure you just went there and like, you know, swam around a little bit and did it. You, but I assure you, if you go talk to those guys, I went the whole way like, with First them. of all, I didn't swim. We're testing the water. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I went, I went the whole way with them. I went up, I went up the, uh, up the river in a kayak. It was my first time kayaking. I was really? very worried that I was going to submerge myself. <laughs> um, I, just made me want to go kayaking with you. It, it was it was very <laughs> nerve wracking for me. I was like at first I was just paddling in circles, but then I figured it out. Uh, but I went the whole way with them, and not because like I just wanted to do it, because you know I figured to understand the story, like I could have easily got the shots, talked to them, and then left. But I was like to understand what they really do. I was like I want to do this whole thing with them, and it helped me tell the story better. And then, of course, uh, the other uh, one, if just you want to see something that's really cute, you can go and search WJBF, Willy Wonka, and uh, salute <laughs> a primary school earlier during the pandemic. They changed their entire school into a uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory wonderland. It was the wildest thing that I've ever That's seen. That's awesome. Like, it, I, as soon as I walked in there, I mean, like, because I thought, you know, it was one of those things, you know, like when I looked it up, like, you know, it looked nice in the pictures and I thought that I would show up there and, you know, it'd be like, oh, you know, some like It nice, wouldn't be decked out. It, I, it was every, cor like every corner. Yeah. The, when I say that the teachers showed up there, because this was like on an off day when they were showing me everything. They they were dressed up in their in the their Willy Wonka outfits. They had Oompa Loompas running around and like they were doing the whole thing. And I was just like, "Well, I was like, here we are." Like that's incredible. It was, it was, but it was it was amazing that they did it for these kids. Like you know, these kids. You know, you know. I think it was like a hundred days of uh, 
of them seeing each other uh, in person. So they were celebrating that. And I thought that that was super sweet. And so, yeah, those are two two stories that stick out in my mind recently as far okay. as uh, really good stories. Thank That's you. awesome. Thank you for those. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, side plug, he does have a blue check on Twitter. He does. I'm so jealous. <laughs> you have the same amount of followers as me, but you're a blue check. <laughs> I I get I get teased about this a lot on Twitter. <laughs> I can't I can't get into a Twitter argument with anybody because their immediate thing is like, How are you verified? You're a fake you, blue you check. only have five hundred followers. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not really into like the Twitter rat race of like I the see, rat race. The, the Twitter, Twitter rat the Twitter race. Ra- no, it, the Twitter rat race is a thing. Because there are people look, you see no, because one of my friends uh who he's got a blue check mark and he's got a pretty decent amount of followers, he was like, Look, I had to get on here and like follow a person they would follow me back you know and he had to keep doing this rinse and repeat he had probably like you know was following like 18,000 people and he had like 20,000 followers but then when he you know hit like 50,000 followers he just like unfollowed everybody except for the people that he knew so like so me I just I just go on there uh I don't really like I follow if I follow you it's because we had a decent conversation or I just am interested in whatever it is that you're doing or I have good book suggestions for you you have good books that's the only reason I follow David Bash I didn't even know who he was beforehand I was was just like you know this guy seems like he reads some stuff so let me get on there and let's talk Michael Crichton baby uh so we're gonna tie the bow uh, right now with the question that we ask every guest on this show and we're dropped to this podcast we're here talking positive things about the city and what's going on and you are attributing to that and thank you for that and of course now it's time for the drop the disc question presented by trainer gray the drop the disc question is sponsored by trainer gray media you know it's kind of cool a lot of us might have been wondering what trainer gray means actually it is blaine bailey ceo of Trainer Gray it is his grandson's middle names put together. Pretty cool. Trainer Gray Media is all about family. It's all about community. And if you would like to be a part or have them be a part of your business and your idea, you need to check them out now. You can simply call them at 706-731-8416 or check out their website at www.trainergray.com. And that's Gray, G-R-E. Why? TrainerGrayMedia.com. Check them out. Um, if someone were to walk up to you and talk negatively about this city, a boy from Syracuse grew up a little bit in Atlanta, then moved to Augusta, what would your response be I to, to that person? I have to do it on a regular basis. Um, on a regular basis, especially with a lot of my friends who uh, live in Atlanta, who, you know, when I was coming up here in Augusta and, you know, I just graduated. As soon as I graduated, the big question, when are you moving back to Atlanta? You know, when are you moving back? You know, old, old Disgusta, you know, like the names for it, you know, they don't even know what they're talking about half the time. It's like, right. like, you know, they'll be like, oh, you know, like what, what could you possibly be, you know, doing out there? But they've kind of toned back on that now because, you know, it was one of those things to where they kind of, you know, especially, you know, through social media, they're like, oh, well, look, Brandon is like an on-camera uh, talent now. Uh, he's, uh, you know, he's found his wife there. Like he's, you know, he's do- actually doing things there. And I'm like, you guys, like you guys always knock Augusta, but Augusta is the second, the, it's the second largest city in the state. There's stuff happening here. There's like new stuff coming here on the regular, new restaurants, new businesses, events, uh, you know, uh, cyber technology, you know, is big over here now. The, the schools have merged, you know, the dental school and the, the regular college. 
it's not the same Augusta it was just from the time when I moved here. Um, and so it's one of those things that for me, like, I'm like, I'm here and I, you know, every year there's something new and exciting coming up. So I, it, it's hard for me to, for people when they talk bad about the city, I'm like you, I feel like you're just saying that just because it was just something to be said like a long time ago, right. like, oh, Augusta, it's, it's disgusting, <clears throat> but um, if you're here and you see what's going on and you live it, I mean, you can't knock it. It's it's literally again. It's I I left every place I was at beforehand because I needed to get out of there. You know, no disrespect to Athens, no disrespect to Atlanta. It is hard for me to get away from Augusta. It just it just keeps on pulling out little surprises for me, and I will, you know, again, I thirty years from now, I will look back and I'll be like, man, this is some of the best times of my life. Who knows? I could still be here. You know, it's 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 intoxicating some good porches for rocking chairs oh i'm (laughs) can't wait (laughs) brandon thank you so much man we really appreciate it um happy one month birthday anniversary you know an anniversary is like (laughs) a year we're doing it we're doing the high school romance version um thank you so much for being here we really appreciate it we really appreciate all the involvement that you've had with us and and obviously we know this is not the last time we'll be talking to you We'll see you guys probably in like a week. Yeah, we'll do yep. a blockbuster story eventually. Let's, please, let's. We'll, I There's will. actually a lot that we haven't talked about with blockbuster. <laughs> we're actually gonna <laughs> we're gonna actually end with this because we will bring him back because Kay. he had an idea to keep blockbuster alive when Netflix was coming around, and that's how we're gonna end this episode. All right, Brandon. Cheers. And thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Drop the Disc podcast. Uh, we really hope that you did enjoy it, and of course, if you did. You know, give us a follow on social media at Drop the Disc Pod. Um, leave us a rating or review in whatever app you're listening in. That really does help, and we really do appreciate that. Um, shoot us an email, dropthedispod at gmail.com. If you have any comments, questions, maybe you know somebody that should be on the show. And speaking of the show, next week we'll be back with Freshwater Design Company. Fantastic story massive company right here downtown augusta just opened their storefront they're doing business all over the country this is going to be a really good one so we'll see you next week and don't go anywhere because here's chris with around augusta hey guys this is chris with around augusta around augusta is a segment at the very end of each episode obviously about anything going on in the city whether it be things coming to town or rumors or just something exciting that I'd like to talk about. So I've got two things today I wanna talk about. Here we go. Number one, there is a new hotel coming to the village at Riverwatch. This is kind of, this is where um, Topgolf is or the new Dave and Busters that is breaking ground now. This is exciting. Um, Why not have tourists come and stay there? I mean, there's gonna be a lot more coming to town there. We're also seeing there's something called the shops at Riverwatch. And it's going to be boutique areas. Um, Maybe even an opportunity for Trader Joe's to come. So this is exciting. Keep your ears to the ground about what's going on out there. Check them out on Facebook. See the updates. And number two that I want to talk about today is the Augusta Rocks concert that we're actually hosting for October 8th. That's coming up. It's less than a month away. 
We've got Pure Indigo headlining. We've got Bodega Cat. We've got Chris Deddy. All of those we've had on our podcast. We're really excited to bring a new concert experience again to the city. It'll be at Enterprise Mill. If you want to learn more information about Augusta Rocks and what we do there, just simply check out www.augustarocks.com. And that is all I got for Around Augusta with Chris. Please, if you know anything that's coming to town and you want me to share it, simply just email me at dropthedispod at gmail.com. It's simple. I would love to hear you. All right, that's all I got. Talk to y'all later.